Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. All hail the Kings! Sydney, the NBL 22 champions. 3-0 sweep of the Jack Jumpers. They win it 97 to 88. That is the sound of the biggest ever grand final crowd in ANBL history. Courtesy of ESPN, 16,149 was the official number. That was them erupting at Kudos Bank Arena to celebrate the new champions of Aussie basketball, the Sydney Kings, winning Game 3, 97-88 in a series sweep of the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. And while it was an incredible run for the league's newest team, it's been 17 years, yes, 17 in the making for the Kings. And one man who's probably feeling really pumped this morning after all of that is a Sydney Kings legend and the host of the basketball show, Shane Heal, the Hammer. Welcome to the show, Shane. Uh, what an achievement. And uh, in the end, 3-0 says pretty dominant. Morning, Smithy. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it was great, great night for the Sydney Kings and great night for the NBL as well. You know, as you mentioned, over 16,000 people, new NBL record, and just sort of shows the popularity of the sport uh, here in Australia for sure. And uh, there'll be some sore heads uh, this morning from some of the players, but I reckon Paul Smith, the owner, is probably going to have the sorest. I would imagine he should too. Uh, obviously, a lot of commitment as an owner. Uh, one of the great things he did was uh, put Chas Buford in charge. Not a bad first season. Oh, how good was Chase Buford? Youngest player in the history of the NBL to be able to win a championship at only 33 years of age. But you could tell right from the start, we knew he had the pedigree with his dad being R.C. Buford, uh, who set up all the championships with the San Antonio Spurs. But, um, you know, watching a couple of his sessions and just talking to him, he just oozed passion and great basketball mind. And, uh, yeah, he, he did a great job. Hopefully the Kings have got him for years to come. Shane, it uh, was an incredible finish to the season, not just the playoffs, but of course uh, the last period of, of, of games going into the playoffs, sensational run of form there. What was the secret that he found to turn it around to that, to that great degree? Well, they, they had problems early in the season with, with injuries, and a lot of people just wrote them off and didn't think they could get it done. And then obviously the form of Jalen Adams, who uh, ended up going on and winning the, the MVP. The Kings won the, the championship without him in the last two games. So it just sort of shows the depth. Somebody like Ian Clark that's won his own championship in the NBA comes in, just a quality player. He stepped up. He was huge yesterday. But I think Xavier Cooks too. He's just so underrated. And uh, hopefully the form that he's showed in this uh, NBL season gives him the opportunity to get to the NBA because I think he's up to it. 
Let's look at, uh, and we can't not acknowledge the achievement of the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Now, this this is one of the, I think, one of the best sports stories in quite some time, particularly, uh, I would imagine, an Australian sport. First up, straight through, uh, and uh, and being very competitive. I mean, going to the last quarter last night, they actually had the lead. Uh, it really is. Uh, like, we've never seen it before, a brand-new team go to a grand final, and they didn't have a big budget. They didn't have a whole lot of superstars. Um, they've got the coach of the year in Scott Roth. Thought he did an unbelievable job of setting the culture for these guys, and they played hard every single game. And you're right, even last night, they had two of their starters that didn't take the court. They they had the flu, um, but other guys stepped up, and they were so competitive for the first three quarters that, um, yeah, very, very impressive stuff. I'm not sure we'll see this done from a brand-new team again. Let's look at, uh, just going back to the Kings, um, no-one likes to break up a winning combination. Uh, how are they looking for next year in terms of player retention, uh, particularly of their uh, superstar players? Well, the the problem you have when you win a championship is everybody's prices rise. And, uh, you know, I know that the Kings management and ownership are going to be very nervous going into free agency, uh, trying to retain some of the superstars that have just taken their game to another level. So there'll be other clubs, obviously, that are going to bid up on, on those guys to try and pull this thing apart and uh, the, I, I guess the interesting thing will be is do some of these guys stay for less money to try and go back to back and that's always the big question uh, I just uh, on another a note I, I saw a, a clip building into the game yesterday and they were focusing on uh, Chase Buford but uh, they also had uh, sitting alongside him I think it was it might have been a just a, a shoot around scenario uh, Luke Longley was there. Is he involved, or is he just a, an interested party? Was he involved with the Kings at all? No, he's been a, he's been an advisor now for the Sydney Kings for the last few years since Paul Smith came on board. So, yeah, plays a really varied role. He's he's so astute. He's had a whole lot of success. Uh, brings a level of poise and gives advice to the players, to Chase Buford, and even Paul Smith, the owner owner and um, and CEO of as far as you know, constructing the team and all the rest of it. So he's played a really big hand in this success. All right, speaking of new teams uh, coming into the league and the success of the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers, the league might be encouraged uh, to expand uh, again on the basis of what they've seen. You had uh, NBL uh, Executive Chairman Larry Kestelman on the basketball show this week. What is, what is the, the plans going around uh, the league in the, in the years to come? Oh, there's no doubt this is a shot in the arm for expansion uh, in the NBL. And Larry Kesselman said on our show that we've got the you know the lowest amount of teams for any professional league, you know, around Australia and around the world. Even in Europe, uh, they have a whole lot more teams. And I started thinking about it, and he's right. Uh, there's lots of room for expansion. I think when you have the success of sellout crowds like they have in Hobart, uh, there is no doubt teams will be lining up. And I think the first place is probably Canberra. Uh, but he did mention the fact that uh, they want another team in Sydney, a second team in Sydney. There's talk of a team in Perth. And there's also talk of a third team in Melbourne. OK, so uh, it, it seems that you, I guess you've got to cash in while it's hot and it's uh, not as... Not going to be uh, much hotter than it is in, in the New South Wales uh, area at the moment, uh, but it's uh, not quite so hot over here. Uh, we've got news overnight that uh, Dan Shamir has stepped down as the head coach for the New Zealand Brokers. Uh, were you surprised by, by that decision? Well, not really. I mean, 
you know, we'd spoken about it on your show before. There seemed like there was a fair bit of pressure on Dan Shamir, but, you know, not really having too many home games over the last few years would have been tough as well, travelling around, uh, living in Australia and, and not really having that home court advantage and just venue to be able to um, have any sort of stability. So it would have been a turbulent time for him and, you know, interesting to know what sort of process they went through to be able to replace him or whether they just handed the reins to his assistant coach and what sort of experience he's got, I don't know. Uh, but it's certainly interesting times uh, for the breakers. Yeah, he's gone to uh, Modi Maua, um, has just been an assistant along the lines. I mean, Dan Shamir always is going to talk glowingly about his prospects, but uh, we're looking probably at a, a fairly inexperienced coach taking over a franchise which uh, probably needs a lot more experience to get it back on track and, and to attract players as well. Well, I guess that's the key, isn't it? Um, they're really going to have to rebuild. And I feel like we've been saying that for a few years with the breakers, but it's probably been the import selections that's been the, the biggest concern over the last few years where you really just haven't got the results. I mean, you've got guys like Finn Delaney that have been awesome, some of those locals, but um, it certainly has been a turbulent few years and difficult times. So you sort of feel for them, understand it's been tough, but hopefully next year they get home and start laying some foundations to be able to grow to the powerhouse they once were. Brian Gorgion, where does he coach next? Well, I don't know. I hope he coaches, though. I mean, he's, he's the greatest coach we've had in the NBL and um, he stepped down from the Illawarra Hawks, which is a little bit of a shock. Um, he's saying that he won't be coaching in the NBL next year, but, gee, you'd have to think if you're the Perth Wildcats and miss the playoffs for the first time in 33 years that they'd be having a crack. And also South East Melbourne, his, uh, his partner and his daughter lives in, in Melbourne. You would have to think at his age now um, that he would want to get back home. He hasn't coached there for a long time after spending 10 years in China. So it'd be really interesting to see where he lands. I just hope he's in the league. Can we just pop across uh, to the crucial stage of the NBA playoffs, Shane, if we can, uh, just briefly and talk about uh, an interesting matchup today in Tech 2, Celtics and the Bucks. Now, a lot of people thought the Bucks would run away with the series. Not the case. And Game 5 uh, underway this morning. Yeah, the Celtics have been great. And uh, I think what added to that too, though, is that Chris Middleton has missed this entire series. So that's a big chunk out of the Bucks lineup. I think they've done really well. Uh, the Bucks, considering they've been playing without him. Um, but that's still a flip of the coin, that series. That could go either way. And you just never ride, ride off Giannis. He's just been an incredible athlete and a great leader for uh, their chance to try and go back-to-back. -back. Golden State this afternoon um, holding a, an advantage, a 3-1 advantage over the Grizzlies. Just wonder if this will be it for the Grizzlies, the end of the road this afternoon. Yeah, they'll get one last haymaker at uh, Golden State, but you like their, uh, the Golden State Warriors' chances, don't you? Just the veteran mentality and, you know, full strength now with Draymond back and Clay Thompson's got a lot of games under his belt and Steph back from injury as well. So you think they, they're going to be peaking at the right time and, you know, I'd love to see them play against Phoenix you know, for the Western Conference uh, Championship and uh, I think that would be a great matchup again. Massive second half performance by the Phoenix Suns yesterday. It looked as if uh, they were in line, the Dallas Mavericks. They were toe-to-toe, -to -toe really. In fact, they held the lead for most of the first half. But that was, in the end, a, a, quite a blowout. 
Yeah, well, my co-host Derek Rucker has been sprouting off about the Dallas Mavericks, you know, all year and, and then thinking that they're going to be able to beat Phoenix. But I just like how much experience that Phoenix have got. And, uh, you know, with uh, uh, Booker and Chris Paul, just guys that are just so mentally tough to be able to get it done and just feel like they're going to come through and be able to get this series. And uh, the reintroduction um, of uh, Joel and Beeb, of course, has helped Philadelphia, but not so much yesterday, and uh, along with James Harden, they were completely outplayed by Jimmy Butler and co. 120 to 85, so Miami just one game away to advance. It's all fluff, Smithy. Don't worry about that in Philadelphia. They talk a big game, but you just I can't trust Harden when it gets to um, playoffs, that's for sure. He sort of plays a good game and then goes missing, and uh, you expect a whole lot more from him. But I think Jimmy Butler and Miami, they're just, they've got a different culture. They've got a toughness. They do it by committee, and, uh, yeah, they've been, they've been terrific. And they've got a real shot at really competing for this Eastern Conference uh, championship that they've been talking about for a while. Shane, just uh, finally before we let you go, any uh, I, I mentioned the, the celebrations for the Kings will be ongoing as a, as one of their greats of the past. Do you get involved in that? Will it be even a reunion or something of that uh, that side that last uh, that won it way back in your day? Or uh, how will you celebrate? No, I'm actually uh, on the way to the airport going to Queensland, so uh, I didn't take uh, part in the celebration. Said all the uh, gave all the hugs and the kisses and. Uh, you know, all the rest of it and, and respect the players and coaches and everybody that was involved that did the hard work and uh, and then you let them be, let them enjoy it and uh, I'm sure they will celebrate long and hard. Uh, hopefully for the weeks to come, I, I said to Angus Glover, I said, mate, you got to carry the torch on this one. you gotta, you got to keep these guys celebrating for a while. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Absolutely brilliant to catch up with you. Thanks uh, for your help in the, throughout the NBL season as well, and uh, we'll keep an eye on those predictions for the NBA. Enjoy it. I know you're going in the opposite direction, but uh, with it, you'll be taking some celebration with you, I'm sure. Thanks for your time this morning, Shane Hill. Good on you, mate. We'll see you next year. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.